It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. Yes, sir. We are back. We're going to rock and roll, and we're ready to go, Ricky Fires. I see Ricky Fires across the table from me. He's got that nice holiday glow to him. Oh, that's from the flu. I've been... I've had for like six days. Gotcha. And got Henry Apple with us here and got Leland Barclay down the <coughs> River Valley. And we are now into conference play, not Henry, not just in the smaller classifications, which got started right before the holidays, played a game or so in conference play, the 4As and 3As. But now the 6As and 5As are, are in conference play, and it all started Tuesday night. Yeah, I had a, I love the quote I got the other night from Ricky Smith when I went up to Neosho, Missouri and covered the Neosho Holiday Classic Northside one at. He said, moving forward, we're fixing to go into big girl basketball. And big it's the girl. big girls and the big boys are now playing. There you go. There you go. Well, so we're going to start down the River Valley, down with Leland, who saw Northside girls play last night. And Leland, the beat just keeps going on for Northside, 14-0 and now. You know, they've got a sign on their uh, – a poster on their – door going into their locker room about tradition and uh boy that's you know that's that's one word that describes ricky smith's program at Northside to a t and they are you know they won their uh, 14th game to start off the season last night one and oh but man um just like uh you know henry said uh, that comment when you look at Northside's schedule is uh for sure with north little rock Conway, Little Rock Central, it is uh, it is definitely big girl basketball. Well, Leland, remember when Jersey Wolfenbarger graduated and how Northside was not going to be very good this year? Guess what? I don't think anybody told Northside that, right? I don't think well, they, they didn't tell the I, girls I think, that. And I think the Lady Bears have kind of um, taken exception to that. Kind of have. They kind of um, have. They're playing with a chip know, on their shoulder, a Yanni on their shoulder. <laughs> yes, they do. And boy, I tell you, she, she's the only returning starter. But uh, you know, Cassidy War also played quite a bit last year, and she's she's really stepped up. Her uh, younger sister is very good, and they've uh, they're going to be very good again. Now, in that conference, what does that mean? You know, that may mean a third or fourth seed. It could be. It could be. It could be. <laughs> in that Man, conference. It's uh, that's going to be uh, boy. There are uh, there landmines every Tuesday and Friday night in that conference. I'm telling you, you can get blown up fast in that conference. Well, and the landmines too. They pop up quickly because, from what I understand, Little Rock Central has seven new players that were not uh, at the school last year okay. that are. Very good. Okay. Okay. Well, good for them. So, Leland, uh, last night covered the uh, 6A Central Opener, Northside Girls. They take down Bryant 58-29 in a game that wasn't even that close. And, of course, Yanni, who we mentioned earlier, that is Hatiana Relliford, who goes by Yanni. She's good enough to – Ricky, to only have one name now, just Yanni. When you say Yanni, it's, we just know it's her. Well, I, I, I mean, she deserves it, I yeah. guess. She had 21, 21 points last night. And uh, led the uh, NLB, the North Northside Lady Bears, to their 14th straight win. Uh, so Leland was on that one. Now up here in Northwest Arkansas, Rick Fires got to cover a uh, a, night, a, a night for Patious McDaniel. It was Patious McDaniel night at Springdale Harbor. Uh, they uh, Harbor apparently hadn't had very many home games. They awarded her, recognized her at the game ball. From a thousand points, she scored in a tournament. I guess in December, the fourth or fifth game of the year, 
and they recognized her last night. It was kind of uh, funny just watching her smiling like a Cheshire cat, and then all her teammates just swarmed around her. And, and of course, you know, I talked to her a little bit afterwards, and she uh, she's a gracious kid, uh, you know, credit her teammates. But she's wanting to uh, talk more about that, that big win over Bentonville. She said that's the first time as a uh, Lady Wildcat that she'd been on a team that beat Bentonville. And uh, let me see, she scored 28 points, and Kaylin Coons had 21. Uh, man, 21 and 10, t- Rick. She had 10 boards last night, too. Yeah, it's a double-double. I mean, uh, they are two fantastic players. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm just now starting to watch basketball. I don't know if there is a better girls team in this league. Um, but, man, they were fantastic. But they got the parts, too. They got some little guards. Um, they know how to get the ball to uh, their top playmakers. Uh, Patience, uh, she's only a junior. She's already got 1,000 points. She's halfway through junior year. Still got a whole nother year to go. Uh, I know she's probably going to play college basketball, but I don't know where she's going to play at. She, uh, two or three times she got in the uh, passing lane and went down and stole the ball, but she can also score inside. So I guess, you know, that versatility will help her uh, moving on to college here in about uh, two years. She, you're right, Rick. And, and you know, I'm going to go back to what you said earlier. I think Harbor <laughs> – to me, Henry, looks like they may be the team to beat on the girls' side in in the 6A West uh, based on what I've seen last night, the way they took it to Bentonville last night. They, I tell you what, Har- Harbor, may, they may be that team this year. Yeah, I thought all along I have thought Harbor would be the favored team in this. And granted, you know, they did what they needed to do. You better defend your home court in this league yeah. because if you don't, the second time around, it gets a little harder. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So, big win for Harbor last night. Uh, congratulations to uh, to Patience McDaniel, who hit her 1,000th point a couple weeks ago. Now, Rick, I think she has 1,100-something points. 1,133. Uh, there you go. So, good for them. And so, they got a big win. So, so Rick, you got to see that. Now, Henry went and was on the boys' side last night. He was over watching Fayetteville and Bentonville West, a, a, a battle of two teams that we have kind of penciled in as being teams to watch in the 6A West, along with, of course, Rogers and Bentonville. But uh, it was all Fayetteville last night, and, uh, you know, Landon Glasper had a big game. But I was looking. This was a name I didn't recognize, Henry. I saw this name, Oral Gaines, Oral O-R-R-E-L-L, yeah. Orrell Gaines. I, I was not aware of him, but, man, looks like he lit it up. He, he's a six-foot-four sophomore. Fayetteville is a young group this year. Kind of are. Uh, uh, Landon and, it's not Landon and the boys. Yeah, Landon and the boys. And, see, they had to grow up a little bit quicker because Landon started the season off with a hand injury. So <coughs> some of these sophomores had to grow up quick. And uh, Oral did it in a number of ways. I, he uh, had a dunk, had some buckets inside, even shot the three-pointer quite a bit, you know. But as we find out, and sometimes in some of these basketball games, you know, we may be in a new season, but one thing never changes, and that is Miss Momentum is a very fickle lady. Yeah, she is. Uh, she is. She'll, because she, yeah, she changes sides a lot too. Yeah, she yeah. is fickle because yeah. West had a twenty-two to eight lead early in the second quarter. It looks like they're kind of running away with it, maybe. Yeah, and we're thinking, yeah, this uh, what in the world's going on here? And the, some of the West students was yelling at the Fayetteville side, saying, "Who's your daddy?" Oh, uh, oh, well, you know what? They answered. Yeah. By the time we got to the end of the third quarter, Fayetteville was the team up in double digits. So, yep, momentum has switched around, and 
There you uh, go. Went with a new dance partner. Well, Rick, if we're going to call Yanni Relford just Yanni, we're going to have to call Oral Gaines the real OG. He's the real OG. I, I'm, I'm, I'm down with that, OG. There you go, the real OG. Yep. Hey, and I was reading uh, Henry's story, and you're going to love this. This name popped out to me, and you're going to be familiar with it. Uh, Graham Woody. What? Gra- Graham, our Is he boy, our guy? Our guy. Is he our kicker? Our, our field goal guy. Yeah. So, um, uh, I... I don't have my glasses on. I don't know what he did, but uh, his name's here in the paper. And, uh, man, I love to see these kids go on to other sports. and look like uh, he's a good contributor for the basketball oh, team. Huh? Well, and see, Henry, here's something else. And you mentioned Fayetteville's young team. Remember, Rick, Caden Turner was a basketball player for yes, Fayetteville. he'd be out there right yeah, and now. Yeah, he's already up at uh, Indiana. In Indiana, you know, getting ready. To go, you know, already enrolled at school up there. He'd, you know, he would be there for him for sure. Yeah, Uh Mentioned him, Graham. He was the one who hit the bucket right before the third quarter ended and gave Fayetteville a 43-30 lead. There you go, so. Rick. We clutch again. Our boy, he clutch our again. Man, he there clutch, you go. Yeah. Clutch again. All right, and so, Leela, we're going to kick it back down to you. Uh, Northside boys who looked really good in the Coke Classic right, you know, right after the Christmas break. Well, last night, Bryant, they kind of took it to him. Well, Denarian Whitmore – who was a member of the all-tournament team for the Fort Smith Coca-Cola Christmas Classic. Yep. The team's leading scorer has moved to Texas and oh, will no boy. longer be with the team. Well, that's a big loss. So that's a big loss. A big and, loss. Uh, you know, but um, like Coach Burnett said after the game, you know, it's a, it's a life lesson. And when adversity hits, you uh, – you know, see well, Leela, did see they know? Did they know he was going to move to Texas during the tournament? No, I believe this was unbeknownst to uh, wow. anybody. He hit, entered the transfer portal and bam, gone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Very quickly, you know. So that tournament ended on a Thursday night. Five days later, for the conference opener, he is in Texas. That's a swift kick in the. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, so also, uh, also on. Tuesday night. We're going to stay over on the girls' side. Rogers mm-hmm. girls went on the road to uh, Southside, got a win there. But I tell you what, uh, Leland, Southside girls have won six games this year, so uh, that's huge for that program. And they they played Rogers a pretty tough game, ten point game. You know, so they hung in there with them for a good long while. You know, I saw them in the season opener against uh, Mansfield and the, the home opener at the new at the new barn. Yep. And they are a much improved team, so I think they, uh, you know, and, and I don't know if they're going to compete uh, for the top of that conference or not because that conference is so good. But I think they will be much more competitive uh, in the six A West, yes, as, and, and I think the boys will too. I think Rogers is pretty good. Uh, Rogers Heritage also got a big win last night at Springdale. Carly Castile had twenty four points. Uh, on the boys' side last night, uh, Leland, we were just talking about this one before we before you came on with us. Springdale Harbor with a double-digit win last night over Bentonville, a Bentonville team that's got pretty much its whole team back from last year. So that's a big win for Harbor last night. Absolutely. I, you know, that conference seems to be pretty wide open, uh, you know, based on most years when you can pretty much pencil in Fayetteville at or near the top. So it, uh, I think it'll be interesting. It will be. It will be. So big win for Springdale Harbor at home. Cameron Maines, 28 points for the Wildcats in that one. So big, big win for them. And uh, I tell you what, I think the boys' race is in the 6A West, Leland, is going to be like the girls' race in the 6A Central. I think it's going to be a dogfight all the way through. Uh, I think Harbor, 
going to be a team to watch on the boys. Obviously, Fayetteville, a team to watch. You know Bentonville is going to bounce back from this, Henry. They'll, they'll bounce back from this. And you know West, they, again, had a big lead on Fayetteville and then you know, kind of saw it slip away. They'll probably learn from that and be better you know, moving forward. So I think this boys right. Springdale also got a big win last night um, against at Rogers Heritage. So I think this boys race is going to be a lot of fun. I don't know how they'll fare in the state tournament because I think the central is, is, you know, the dominant league, but it's going to be a lot of fun between last night, Tuesday night and the end of the regular season in the six A West for the boys. Well, and a lot of it too is, and we haven't seen it on this side of the state much, but it may again be kind of a season of attrition yeah could be could be uh, you know north rock and central canceled their games last night well and i guess uh and i was going to ask henry about this and uh, you know because it's something we haven't talked about and we had hoped we were going to be past this but now it looks like we're right back in the middle of it again um is there a contingency plan in the 6a west if there's a game that's canceled like last year you know, if there was just one game canceled during the season, didn't matter when, then that forced them to have a conference tournament. I wonder if that same plan is in place for this year. Right now, from it's the, not. From the conversations that I've had the last two days with athletic directors and coaches, is that the teams, there's not going to be a like an automatic forfeit if one team can't right. play the game. Try to reschedule. But, yes, but they are supposed to try their very hardest to reschedule the games. And if they can't, then it will be a double forfeit. Okay. And as as one coach said, let the shenanigans begin. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah, What does that do if both teams, like he said, and I'll let him remain nameless, but it was a pretty good comment. Yeah. Shenanigans begin. Well, last year, I think, you know, I, I would, would not be surprised if they, maybe the ADs don't get together, uh, if not the end of this week, then early next week, because they need to have a plan in place um, like they did last year, because with the, with the COVID numbers uh, back up again, not just back up, but, but higher than they were when the pandemic, you know, was raging, uh, you know, a year ago this time. Um, you know, it, it, it will not be it would not be a surprise to see games, you know, you know, called or you know, postponed or, or whatever uh, day of, you know, kids on the bus, get, get, the, get the phone call. Hey, let's turn around, go back to the parking lot. We're not playing. Yeah. Well, from what I understand, too, the game last night involving Central and North Little Rock, there was not a single case on either of the four teams, our coaching staffs of any cases must of been contact inside though. the teams yeah it must have been contact because of contact tracing nope nope the two administrations got together oh. and decided because of the high numbers it okay. was just best not to play the game i got you okay that might be so, a little overly um, uh that might be a little overly cautious but uh you know it's better to call it's better to err on the side of caution than it is to go the other way so well uh, and so now since central um you know didn't play tuesday night because of that reason Okay, are they going to get on the bus and drive two and a half hours to come to Northside on Friday night? Yeah, yeah, that's that's going to be the key. Yeah, not only well, that, it, they have a game at the Hoop Hall Classic Saturday afternoon at Bentonville West. That's right. So that's right. That game could be in jeopardy right, right now. Well, that's what I was going to kick it over to Henry uh, uh, Leland. I don't know if you if you're aware of this or not, but Bentonville West is hosting a big, big, big uh, national prep <laughs> basketball tournament. Uh, starting Thursday, and they're sandwiching some of these games around the Bentonville-Bentonville West 
6A West Conference game. So the girls, the Bentonville-Bentonville West girls are going to play Thursday night, um, and then Bentonville – Bentonville West boys are going to play at 11 o'clock Friday. It's going to be a late game. It's like 8.30 tip-off or something. No, Very it's late. actually going to be 7.30 oh, for they, theirs. Okay, theirs, for their, okay. theirs will be the third game out of four Friday night. Okay, okay. Um, and I'm, so, I'm hearing all about this at the hospitality room at the Bank OZK there you go. Uh, Classic last week there and had go. a conversation with referees and heard about, I guess the one that I talked to is going to be doing the Thursday night game, which I guess is uh, – That's the game, the late game. Uh, that's the yes, uh, link, like link prep. Link prep against uh, – is that Chaminade? Uh, link prep versus Glendale Arizona, Glendale, Arizona. Dream City Christian. There you go. That's the game I'm covering. We're, we're going to have a lead game on that one uh, every day, Leland, uh, Thursday, Friday, and – Right now, Saturday, we, we hope they're going to play on Saturday. But the, I'm sure some teams will play on Saturday. There's three games still yeah. Saturday. But, you know, Bentonville's supposed to play Friday or Saturday as well as well as Bentonville West. So Now, Henry, what I didn't understand is are all of the games at Bentonville West? Correct. Okay. All right. Because I thought they were going back and forth between Bentonville High and Bentonville West. But they're all at Bentonville West. Um, and that starts Thursday. There will be two, two games – Right, two games. Mm -hmm. Then the Bentonville West, Bentonville girls. Actually, uh, Thursday. Thursday. Uh, there will be three games total. Three games. Okay. Bentonville, Bentonville West girls will be the second game. The so in the two middle. boys games okay. sandwiching it. Gotcha. So there will be a boys game at four. At five. Five o'clock. Then the Bentonville West, Bentonville high girls game. And then the, it says 830. I'm sure hoping it's, it's eight o'clock. I'd love for it to be earlier than that, but it's eight o'clock game, uh, <laughs> uh, and that's the game. Link Prep. Now, is that the school that's got the player that signed with Arkansas? Yes, Jordan Walsh. Jordan Walsh. Okay, so they'll be there, and so that's on Thursday night, and then Friday there are four games on Correct. tap, right? And uh, starting at four something. Four thirty. Four thirty, and uh, in between there somewhere, I believe the third of the fourth games will be Bentonville at Bentonville West in a six A West Conference game. And then there will be a late game Friday night. And then Saturday, there's three games starting at what time, Henry? 3.30. 3.30. So 3.30, 5, and 7.30, something like 630. that. 6.30. Uh, games. And so if you're a fan of high school basketball, uh, you'll want to go over to Centerton uh, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, or all three, and catch some really good uh, basketball teams coming in from Arizona, Missouri. Washington, D.C., okay. the Bronx, New Orleans, uh, St. Louis. Um, Does that mean the Bronx team, we can get, do, give them the Bronx cheer? Can we do that? I don't think they'll let us do that. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> but we'll, Henry, uh, I mean, how did this come up? Why are you playing the national tournament right here to start a conference play? This is something that has been uh, planned up for two years in the making. This is all part of the uh, Spalding uh, Hall of Fame Classic. There are four regionals. And this is now regional number four. Uh, something they've had those for years, but this is the first time they've had one in a southern yeah, spot. This is the South region, and so they couldn't was, pass it up. They wanted it. Yeah, and okay. this is going not going to be as according to Scott Passmore. This is not going to be a one year ordeal. They want to build this up until to his what he told me. He says he wants to have to turn people away. From it here to come play. Though, right here to start a conference play. You want to be involved in something like that? Well, it's going to be their conference game. So they're playing their conference game no yeah, matter what. Uh, they're, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're still playing it. They're just playing it in between 
you know, and they actually probably will get bigger, uh, probably a bigger crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because of it, especially the girls game Thursday night, probably be a, probably be a really big crowd there. Um, is any of it televised? No. None of it televised? Uh, okay. No, they, they may be live streaming it on uh, BentonvilleSportsNetwork.com. Okay. But, uh, I didn't know if ESPN might be involved in it, one of the ESPN networks or not yeah. uh, going on. Now, Leland, the big news going on down there in the uh, River Valley, a couple of big things. Uh, uh, I saw where Northside got their chair back seats delivered, um, and I guess they've started putting those <laughs> in. And according to, I think, what Walter Woody said, or it might have been Leland, it looks like maybe – uh, they might actually get to play in the new arena next week. Is that right? Well, I talked to Coach Beaumont about that last night in the time frame, and it's actually a bracket that holds the seats. Okay, so that's what they're waiting on? or They have them. They, they are have... on site, okay. and they are expected. They just got them, I think, yes, or the day before yesterday, and they are expected to – have that completed within the next two weeks. So good, I think good. probably next week's game might be a little premature, but uh, but for sure the week after. And uh, I think from kind of the scuttlebutt is, you know, they they for sure want to have it in place by the time the second half of conference play starts. Right, right. Especially with the crowd that the North Little Rock game and will probably and, have there. And Conway. And Conway, but yeah. especially Little Rock because, um, you know, they, they're going to get a following. They expect a following kind of like uh, kind of like what Malik Monk had. Okay. When he was in Bill with the, you know, with the signees that North Little Rock has. Right, right. right. I, may, I may come down there, Leland, just to see. If that's, if that's a Tuesday night game, I might just drive down there to watch that. Yeah, that's – and I haven't looked at the February schedule yet, but that's a February game, yeah. so – the um, parts are here. They are being installed uh, as we speak, and it should be good to go within the, within the next two weeks. And, and they're then, um, everybody's and, very excited about that. Gotcha. And then also down at Northside, Leland is keeping an eye on, of course, Northside uh, football coach Mike Fleur, uh has has uh, retired, resigned, stepped down, whatever the terminology was. Um, he will not be back. Uh, and he, uh, that, so that job is open and, uh, they are, I guess at this point going through resumes and doing due diligence. And so, uh, Leland is staying on top of that. Um, and as soon as we, you know, know who that person is going to be, of course, we will have that in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Uh, then I was going to kick this back over to Henry. Henry, uh, this next week is when schools, it's the, uh, deadline for them to submit, uh, their bids to get to host regional and state. Of course, we're interested in basketball right now. That, that's what we, we're wanting to find out about. Right. Um, as, as regional and state basketball, ha, are you hearing any scuttlebutt about any any these teams uh, that, are, that are putting in bids? Uh, what I have heard of right now, I do know that the uh, – the Class 6A state basketball tournament will be a central school, and I am hearing it's going to be Little Rock Southwest. Okay. The, the brand-new school, brand-new yeah. arena. Uh, it's their turn. Sure, so yeah. be great uh, for them. It great looks like school. them. But the others, it's, it's been kind of in the dark, but I do know Class 6A state baseball will be at Springdale. Okay, brand-new facility there at, at Springdale. Oh, they may play at Ar- – who knows? They may play at Arvest. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, 6A state softball will be at – uh, Fayetteville. Okay. Uh, soccer will go to Central again. We'll be back to the Central, uh, correct. And so we'll uh, the state track meet, 
And I do know that Rogers, I don't know if it'll be Rogers Higher, Rogers Heritage, will have volleyball next year as well as the state basketball next year. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so, good deal. I'm hoping that Farmington will put in a bid for 4A State. I would love to see Darian Ford play. Uh, again, he was here a couple of years ago as a sophomore. I don't know if they will put in a bid or not. That'd be great if they do. Um, and then, so th- when is the deadline for that, Henry? The deadline, their uh, bids must be postmarked. If they are postmarked by tomorrow or sent in by tomorrow, then they're good to go. They're, they'll be legal. The uh, AAA will then do their selection show a week from tomorrow. Okay, so we'll know a week from tomorrow who, what sites are going to host and what schools going to host the uh, regional for 4A, 3A, and below, and then state for all of the classifications uh, next week sometime. Yes. Good deal. Good deal. Well, uh, Leland, what else you got? Anything else brewing down the River Valley before we get out of here? Well, uh, I guess, you know, I, I never use the, the breaking news thing. Yep. But I guess just now Greenwood has announced that only the boys will play Friday night at Russellville. Okay. So I don't, I'm not sure what has happened with the girls game. Uh, but as soon as I get off the phone, I'll, uh, get a hold of uh, Dustin Smith because uh, also today uh, the, the 6A West coaches or athletic directors met to draw up the schedule for next year. Oh, that's right, for football. That's right. That's exactly right. For football, yeah. which is big because, um, you know, the two – uh, you know, if they get a bye or not a bye, but if they have an open week – the first two weeks of conference play, they can, it'll be easy to fit in right. a non-conference game because they're going to play eight conference games. And some of the schools are waiting and hoping that their open week is one of the first two weeks of conference play because it'll be easy to play a non-conference game. Uh, with Van Buren has already filled theirs. Good. Green, Greenwood is waiting, uh, which is kind of what they were waiting on today. And I was I'm eager to see, if Greenwood, uh, you know, drew the number uh, to get a uh, an open week early gotcha. to fill that gotcha. that uh, open spot, because for sure Greenwood will not be playing Southside next year. Right. Of course, if you're you know haven't been paying attention, this is because the six, class six A one conference has uh, nine ten teams, and one conference has nine teams, so it's, it creates a, a scheduling snafu in the six A. So. Uh, we will uh, we'll keep everyone posted in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette about that and when those schedules become uh, available. So, Leland, we're going to stop the show right here. And uh, as always, we appreciate Leland Barclay being with us down uh, in the River Valley and bringing us the River Valley news. And also be sure and check out his River Valley show, which will be on our YouTube channel on Friday that will go along with his River Valley report. Um, and we'll also have a Northwest Arkansas uh, prep basketball report that will also be in the Friday edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Uh, so be sure and check those out. And that's about all we have for this week, and we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. So for Leland Barclay down the River Valley, for Henry Apple and Ricky Fires, I'm Chip Sousa. Thanks for listening to Prep Rally, the podcast. We'll catch you next week. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.